I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I live by the sword. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. And we're in the house on a very special Tuesday because Tuesdays are coming a very special day, day for everybody these days ain't it though they be on it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i i had to i had to stop searching the hashtag them thrones um and going through and reading everything and just look through my own timeline because it's getting too popular yeah yeah there's a lot to read through now <laughs> yeah because yeah, and, and then people get behind so they like retweet like a day or two afterwards so it mm-hmm. don't be always current yeah yeah I, i'm seeing people that i didn't even know like even listen to the show or know about the show tweet them thrones i'm like man i'm i'm impressed so if it's a them thrones tuesday then you know who that voice you heard was yes you do <laughs> you should know but it's patrice c in case this is your first time tuning in you're like what the fuck is them thrones um it's patrice c from hell and heartaches.com make sure you mm-hmm. check her out um, please do y'all she's hella funny follow her on twitter at patrice c and uh interact with her because you know you guys have something in common and that's a love of this show and them thrones <laughs> so uh, yes. how, how you been patrice how's your day i've been good it's been good it's finally spring in new york we finally had weather that is like for this time of year what should be going on which is awesome ah so summer is coming uh, yeah it'll be here in a week <laughs> <laughs> we get a week of spring we're not gonna really have spring no, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna go hot and people up people up north um trip me out sometimes because it's like sometimes all summer long y'all wear blue jeans and i don't mm-hmm. comprehend that because it's too fucking hot down here for blue jeans and a lot of them come down here and it's like 95 degrees i'm looking like what the fuck you got on blue jeans and boots for it's it's too hot <laughs> i think it's people that work in offices that you go from being hot we don't have the luxury of cars most of us so we're hot till we get where we're going and then we're freezing <laughs> <laughs> well thank god for global warming you know you know it's <laughs> I, I look at global warming as the fast forward button on the weather you know just really let's just skip over the mild stuff go to the extremes that's what everybody's into anyway um uh, you know, you either winter or summer person, you know, not too many falls and springs out there. Um, so, uh, let's get right into it, man. Um, yeah. the name of this episode was Kissed by Fire. And, How appropriate. Uh, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was very appropriate. It was, it was all over the place. Um, first things first, um, I, I got excited when I saw, um, the, <laughs> every time I, this is probably going to be a running thing on the show for a while. Cause every time I tune into them thrones right before it starts, uh, they show like the previews for other HBO stuff coming up. Yes. And I'm telling you, man, this, this Liberace shit going to be good, oh, man. I'm so excited. They, they finally showed uh, Matt Damon's character this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, and, and you get more of the story of like, cause I vaguely remember Liberace from when I was little, like, like reruns of specials or whatever he had done. I didn't know that he had like adopted another grown man mm-hmm. and it was his boyfriend at the same Me time. Either. Like, Ooh. Yeah, I heard he made him get like plastic surgery to look like mm, a, him, yeah. a younger him. Like, wow. I can't wait. I can't wait. This shit gonna I'm be good. So excited. They gonna <laughs> they gonna win some awards and everything. Oh yeah, they're going straight for the Oscars. Be mad. That shit gonna be good. Um. So yeah, I got excited about that. Um. And then in the preview for this episode, they showed my man Davros, and uh, I've been asking about him for like four weeks now. So yes, I, I was excited. Yes. <laughs> 
like he mattered to me you know he, he's one mm-hmm. of the few people with integrity in the show and he keeps showing up like trying to give good advice and nobody listens to him so I, nah, you're good. we don't need no good advice right now we're, we're busy fucking it up sorry yeah. <laughs> it's like put him in the dungeon where all the good advice goes um all right so they start off this this one with just straight up action mm-hmm. um it's like they knew what was in our hearts when the show left off last week and they said why do we even want to tease let's go yeah <laughs> we know what you guys came back to the show for and it was dog versus um now here, i don't know this dude's name Let me, i need to look his name up but uh it was this dude that can't die apparently Beric. his uh, name is Beric. Beric. okay Beric. and here's B, the no, thing Beric. oh like a b like Beric, like boy Beric. yeah b-e-r-i-c Beric. oh like down in the barracks Mm-hmm. These ghetto ass names, man. <laughs> oh man! So it was uh Davros versus Barrett, the the one eyed uh man. And everybody last week uh after after the show kept emailing us in, calling us, tweeting us like, "Hey man, did you see the look on Dog's face when he found out who he had to fight? He 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 was scared. <laughs> yeah, like oh he 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 knew it wasn't no games. And I was like, I feel y'all, but here's my point." You don't challenge a man who fights to the death in a fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's that's my only point. It's, it's like if I was going to kill him, I'd poison him or some shit. I'd find a way that's not his forte. And um, right. <laughs> I feel like I was proven right because he fought Beric. And um, it was a good fight. Uh, Beric used, like, his blood to light his sword on fire. And you, Imagine if your blood caught fire. Just like, was that shit made out of gasoline? Yeah. Yeah. he literally just rubbed some on the sword and all of a sudden it lit up and dog's eyes were like oh shit man they know i don't fuck with fire yeah that would be like the uh illest game of like uh if you were someone challenged you to a basketball game one-on-one and right before it they just like lit the ball on fire Ah. It's like, man, come on, man. I thought we was going to be playing ball, man. You know? The fuck is this me, shit? Me and your uncle, me and my uncle are going to play you and your uncle and he come Michael Jordan's his uncle. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's like, you know, you know my face, you know my face had a bad run in with fire. We had a misunderstanding a while you ago. You know? Ah! And you going to bring up this shit. <laughs> and um. did, did you pick up that the person that actually ended up burning his face was his brother? It was the mountain. Oh, I didn't even see, I didn't even beat yeah. that. So the mountain burn hound, the hound. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Who else could, who else could possibly touch dog? It had to be some, somebody like that, man. Nobody could fuck with dog, uh, unless they come from that bloodline. So once again, proving it's a black family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can hit, I can hit my brother, but you better not. You know, keep your hands off of him. <laughs> <laughs> gonna leave this house tough, boy. You lose a fight. I'm gonna fight you when you come home. Um, so dog, uh, gets in this fight with Barrick and, uh actually uh, it was exciting but he he handled his business mm-hmm. uh the sword the fire sword hit his shield and caught his shield on fire yes but uh dog was so he was beasting so hard he chopped his own shield off of his arm with his sword <laughs> he was excited <laughs> he was he was not he does not like fire man like, like I was like, you know, you can just slide your shield off, right? You know, you just ungrip it. He's like, nope. I got. So eat a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> not the, oh, it's a fire. So, uh, yeah, she, 
Man, people panic as much as they be like, stop, drop, and roll. People don't be thinking about that shit when fire really get close to them. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he did a chop, chop, and roll because he got that shit uh-huh. on his arm. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Barrick was, uh, you know, like hit the brute strength of dog is so ridiculous. He basically just windmilled his sword into Barrick like over and over. <laughs> Like, it was no finesse. It wasn't no whole bunch of no, moves. It was not smooth. <laughs> it, it was just a beat. He just beat this man into the dirt, chopped off, like, half his uh body, and walked away. Obviously, he won the fight, you know. Uh, it was a fight to the death. Um, And uh this guy, who's, like, a priest or something, jumps on top of Barrick and starts saying all this pre-shit about, you know, the souls coming back and all this shit. Turn back around. Uh, and I was celebrating. I was celebrating like, uh, Chris Tucker at the end of Friday when Ice Cube knocked that dude out, knocked out Tiny. <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing a whop and everything. Like, that's my dog. That's like, we, uh, I was, I was celebrating like I killed the dude. And right about then they turn around and the guy's back and nothing's wrong with him. So. Right. Um, Barrick's superpower is apparently he can be brought back to life as long as that He's priest. Like a cat. Right. <laughs> And you know what's crazy about that? Like, one, he can be brought back to life, but I don't know how scary that makes you. I feel well, like... I think it's a process, though. It wasn't like he just shook it off. The other dude had to put hands on him mm. and bring him and bring him back. He had to say a little incantation, and then he came back. So yeah. you, you have to stay in that man's good graces. That's true, too. <laughs> they can never fall out. They can never fall. They always got to be boys, and he always got to be He always them. pays for dinner. Huh? Right. <laughs> He's like, I'll leave the tip too, man. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I got you. What was crazy though is like, I don't know that Barrick's such a badass if his superpower is that if he dies, he can come back because that means he loses a lot. You know what right. I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, tested this out a bunch. <laughs> my superpower is that if you beat me, you gotta have to do it again. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe he just. I ain't gonna like that. Yeah, he just gets, he's annoys people to death. Or he's just like, come on, you a back man. Come on, dog. I killed you like three times already. Um, and apparently, yeah, when he comes back each time, he loses a bit more of his soul or something. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's a thing. Um, and, uh, when they talk to Aria later, I, I enjoy her question where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. All this magic and shit. Y'all think y'all can bring back like a headless corpse that might have been my father? I'm not saying. That's so sad. <laughs> It was so sad. I was like, "Your daddy is like beef jerky now. What are you even talking yeah. about, boo?" Like, it doesn't work that way. She's like, eh, "We can, right. you no, know, let's give it a shot, though. Let's let's ride out there to the grave and see what happens." Um. So yeah, apparently, um, that nigga, uh, dog one, uh, he did find out he was broke though. Apparently, they they wasn't they was about honor except for giving him his shit back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you, know, you can have your life. Bye. Yeah. He's like, let me get my money though. They're like, oh, what money? That's, that money is spent. Um, so they kept. That was your money? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dog walking, looking around the cave like, all y'all got new Nikes? All y'all? <laughs> Where the fuck is my money at, man? That money was already budgeted out. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, also, when he won, Aria couldn't believe it. She was like, uh, Democrats. She was not happy. Yeah. She, <laughs> She's like Democrats in 2004 or whatever. It was like, uh, mm-hmm. what about them hanging chads? What about, uh, Florida? I want to recount. Uh, so. She went into Sam Jackson motions. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all that, all that anger was, she been holding it in. So 
yeah she uh she basically was like yeah i'm gonna try to um avenge my father's death or avenge uh Mm. you know all this shit and dog was like chill out um i'm out so he left um and uh also while we're on it the bastard decided to stay with the brotherhood without banners Mm -hmm. which uh i thought was a uh cool storyline and real cool writing because in that moment we find out that Arya, as much as she's kind of lived um on the you know in the in the in the the, i don't know what you call it the dumps for the last couple yeah she's been she's been in the streets yeah she's been in the streets and do had to remind her like yeah but your last name is stark Mm-hmm. you still royal though mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like you can come back with me and we could be friends he's like i'd be serving wow. you my lady you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like i'm not trying to go back uh to this shit i just want to be uh you know i'd rather be an equal with these fools so exactly and i think she did she never put that together because they also didn't raise them like that they mm-hmm. were sort of around everybody in the castle and all that stuff when you saw them in the first episode or so yeah like especially aria aria mm-hmm. played with all the local kids and the chickens and whatnot so she never put all that together yeah exactly matter of fact she was still mad at dog for killing that butcher's boy like, right because that was her homie yeah <laughs> like she didn't give a fuck about all that other shit he did she's like no. but, but you killed the little homie though dog you didn't have to do that so uh yeah i I, I do feel like she has a real sense of like equality and fairness but Mm -hmm. because unlike sansa sansa just wants to be royalty like all this time just about the lemon cakes yeah (laughs) she like they got they got fans and fancy cakes and everything i I, honestly i'm slightly sansa i would just be there for the bath i'm Mm. not running through no woods with you right Sansa, they was, I just won't run in water. I'm good. She was like, yeah, he he a coward that tortures uh, prostitutes. But I mean, other than that, the lemon is a lovely home. <laughs> the lemon, <laughs> the lemon cakes and the architecture are to die for, you know. And literally, people are dying for them. Uh, no, they really do pass away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to look at your father get decapitated once in a while. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so then they cut back to Jon Snow and um, Snow. <laughs> was, it was a good week for Jon Snow. Uh, he first of all, um, everything he was saying to uh, the wildlings like warrior dudes mm-hmm. was immediately suspect. Like nothing. He couldn't say anything. to them. they were testing the shit out of him. He's like, which castles are protected? He's like, these three. Uh, okay, with name, name, name the three of them. He named one of them. He's like, mm-mm, see, we knew that one. So you, <laughs> you need to come up with some more shit that we didn't know. We gonna kill you. Like, they keep threatening to kill this man, like, every they three minutes. They constantly, and he's lying as much as he can without them killing him <laughs> yeah. at some point in time. <laughs> he's just like, man, I just want to live, man. Like, I don't know if this undercover shit was, was the smartest. Um, but apparently, old girl, the fire crotch, Egret. Yeah. Uh, she finally decided to make that move on Jon Snow. You know? Took him down into a cave with like a warm sword, which is like the ultimate, like, that's like, if I'm a police, if you're just running up to a police officer and taking their gun, like, I got it. It's mine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called, uh, I believe where I was raised, the, that mating ritual is called a little game called Hide and Go Get It. Um, yes. and, uh, yes. that's what she played with him. She's like, come get your sword, uh, player. And his, his, his clue, his clueless ass was still thinking it was really like, well, give me my sword back. What are you doing? Thank you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> he is such a virgin. Just wet behind the ears, breath smell like 
Similac and all that shit. Just no. oh, so um, he he shows up in the cave, and um, she wanted to just give him the vagina so bad, like she started Her stripping. Both had like wild and camp uh velcro because she just touched them and they fell off yes <laughs> she's like bop i'm like how do you stay in shape for such a skinny girl in the, the dead of the winter like you don't put on no winter fat nothing hey, just no food yeah fat boy fat boy was almost down for the count there's no food out in the wild <laughs> like she wants to hit the treadmill a couple hours i don't know what she's doing yeah. but you know she worked it um and john snow i thought for a second was gonna try to like maintain his vows to the that he made to the uh the night's watch about they can't have sex with women but then they cut back to his face and he was looking at them titties like adam sandler and water boy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so many titties and i like them too like that's how i felt and i said this dude he has to fuck uh he has to fuck and he also me. had to show that he was down for the cause overall mm-hmm. like he let go of all the other stuff so the first thing was definitely having to sleep with her yeah she would have told for sure mm-hmm. like because one she would have told cause she got rejected and she's a woman and mm-hmm. that's not cool like <laughs> they, uh anybody that's ever turned down a woman has had to be like uh in the cafeteria the next day like why people keep saying i'm gay like that's he would have never saw another ah. sunset if he had mm. down. never lived that down Mm-mm. um and then two they they would be like well obviously we can't trust him he's still maintaining his vow so we got to kill him um so he, he had to fuck for his life um <laughs> and in true desperation fashion man he went straight down and uh ate that vagina first man so congratulations to him bro like him and podrick are some naturals exactly i don't know what they had out in that village but <laughs> you know he was like i just uh wanted to kiss you down there or some shit i was like yo john snow got game man he, mm-hmm. like if she wasn't loyal before she she probably like yo these because even she is who's a wildling even she was like what are you doing we don't do that uh what's going on here we don't yeah so they must not be getting too wild Mm-hmm. She's like, what's that thing you did with your mouth? Can you write that down? Yeah. So, 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 I can remind you to do it again, or when I'm with somebody else, right. I can show them a diagram <laughs> on what you just did. In case you right. die, this this shouldn't right. die with you. This should not die with you. This should be passed no. on to the generation. Just, just sign it so people know it's real. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't make it up. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, Jon Snow uh, was after that. He had a little bit more pimp in the step. He was uh, a little more relaxed around the guys and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, and then uh, they after they had sex, they were laying there, and he made like one of the virgin rookie mistakes that a lot of men make. Uh, she was like, "Oh, so you was a virgin?" And he was like, "Yeah, you first ever." She's like, "I don't believe." He's like, "No, nah, for real." Uh, shit, how many men you been with? And then she started naming uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ask that question. You don't want to know. Yeah. That's your fault. You don't want to know, sir. You don't want to know the answer to that. And it, he got like three names in and got uncomfortable. So, like, uh, nah, I'm cool. Stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> R- rookie mistake, John. Rookie mistake. The, the correct answer is, I don't want to know. And I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'm with you tonight. Um, so yeah, uh, and I kept feeling like he should never leave that cave, but you know, I they guess. should just stay in that damn cave because yeah. there's nothing good outside for them. There's fresh water and it's warm, and you can do it. <laughs> That's the <Stay> best. <laughs> that is the best life is ever gonna get for him. That's the best location he's been at in three seasons. Yes. 
<laughs> he was going to die virgin. In the, yeah. fir- the first season, he went from a bastard nobody wanted to die, about to die virgin on the wall, uh, to getting captured by the wildlings. Now he getting pussy in a cave. Just stay there, man. Stay in the damn cave. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, another thing I found out is that dog's real name is Sandor Clegane. I didn't know that. Um, but that fits my. What did you say? He sounded like a fullback. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I was like, I swear, this- all these niggas can play linebacker at LSU. <laughs> all these names. Wow. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I could just see Monday Night Football is like, let's introduce the starting lineups: Sandor Kagan, L- <laughs> the Ohio State University right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, so that was cool. Um, Jamie finally shows up. Um, oh, Jamie. And, um, he's still being held captive, but he's, it's a much nicer class of gentlemen who's holding him class, or at least a, one with more manners. Right. Who's holding him hostage right now. Um, they decide to get him cleaned up, get his hand off of his neck. Um, oh. <laughs> I, also, <laughs> shout out to dude still trying to kick those jokes. The guy that's been holding him captive for the couple of weeks. <laughs> he was he was trying to kick them jokes to the new dude. The new dude was like, "Really, man? You cut his cut hand off? <laughs> come on! Like, you still making fun? Come on! I'm running the class operation here. You you making these crash jokes? Fucking high five jokes? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that they cut that out, man. Um, and then the Kingslayer really showed some guts, man, because the doctor, quote unquote, that they sent him to, uh, basically asked, said, "Look, uh, here's what we need to do." cut your whole arm off and uh then we'll see if we can like burn it shut and keep out all the infection and he was right. like no <laughs> i want most of my arm um and i just want you to you know cut off a small amount as you have to and uh, pick out all the infection and stuff uh and uh i'm good and the dude said well you're gonna need some painkillers or something and he was like, Mm-mm, thug life. I'm good. So Exactly. He refused the milk of the poppy. He's like, I'm yes. good. Just go ahead and get it. And dude was like, um, but you're gonna scream you you gonna it's gonna be a lot of pain. He's like, then I'll scream. He's like, No, 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 no. A lot of pain. He's like, Oh, he's then, like, let me put it in caps. Yeah, he's like, Then I'll scream. Cause. <laughs> he was like, No, you you don't understand the amount of pain you get ready to go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh cut back to uh Cersei uh in in the castle um and she's uh um uh, was it no it was lady olena yeah lady olena and 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 Tyrion. yeah and and the imp and they was chilling Mm -hmm. which made me so excited Mm -hmm. like as soon as it opened and it was the two of them together i was like yeah and i also love that because the conversation did go kind of short and it was uh because Tyrion was like all business trying to talk money about the wedding and shit mm-hmm. and he started bringing up the expenses of war and she's like yes nigga we're the ones who bailed you out of the war um and let me tell you uh how much shit cost around here i know the prices and um yo uh y- you know the fact that y'all broke is not helping me at all um so we're still gonna pay for our half of the wedding but i just want y'all to know that um uh, it wasn't cheap saving your ass um yeah she she was talking a lot of shit she was like look you the one that they was talking about supposed to be drunk and all that shit and i come up in here you disappointed me yes coming up in here looking all yeah, crazy shit. the only thing she she should have ended that sentence with nigga she was just yeah. like look really? 
she needs that like clap back gun sound that the Jamaican DJs have when she's talking at just different points. Yeah, this is the second Lannister that really let her down. Well, mm-hmm. she she wanted to have a good old fashioned shit talking session, and they start you know trying to talk all that you know proper king and queen bullshit. And she's like, huh. so they told me you was the drunk entertaining one. Thanks for nothing, asshole. I'll pay for half of everything if this is end the conversation. So, and, and she called him a bookkeeper, which is the ultimate insult because he didn't even want to be the damn bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. And he was mad about it later too. Uh, oh, he. <laughs> He was, you know, uh, when they had that, oh, I ain't gonna skip to that, but yeah, he was mad later. Oh, he was not happy. And she was like, look, we need to give them something because you know what? If they're not happy, we're all going to die. They're going to attack us. So Mm. fuck what you're talking about. We're having a wedding. Yeah. She she came in there with a budget. Like, no, I'm going to spend this much, but I'm not going to tell them that. Yeah. Um, So, all right. Then we cut back to um, my man Rob Stark. And um, he's, you know, having a lot of issues lately because, like, half of his fucking army has been acting an ass lately. Uh, The dude that uh, had his sons killed um, in all this, uh, uh, this war. Uh, had his son killed by the Lannisters. He wants just wants revenge. He wants dead Lannisters. That's what he's about. So they cut to the fourteen year old Lannisters that they have captive, mm-hmm. and um, someone opens the door, like a guard opens the door, and gets a sword struck right through him. And the Lannister boys are like, "Oh, cool! Finally, they started getting their little handkerchiefs and sticks together. They was gonna get their stuff." In ah! <laughs> like, finally, Daddy has sent for us. Um, and I guess uh, the smartest one of the two decided to ask, um, hey, is is this a rescue? And uh, the correct answer is no. It, it was not a rescue. <laughs> this is a stick-up. <laughs> it was a death sentence. Aww. Oh, they killed those little younglings right there. Um, so um, that was a big problem because Rob wanted to hold them hostage and shit. You know, his sisters and stuff are held hostage, so it's a big pretty big deal for him that somebody will actually um you know kill kill the hostages and also also it undermines him because he's like the boss and it shows that you know his second in command was like fuck that boss shit i said i want these little niggas dead and you taking too long so nobody already believed in him so it was definitely a blow to like have that happen yeah so um they end up killing um um the little kids and uh, uh carstock uh or carstark is i guess the uh other dude's name mm-hmm. um and half the army is his half of rob's army is his so he has to punish carstock but everyone's like hey man take it easy because if you kill him or something you'll lose his men right yeah. the wife started spitting games she was strategizing i didn't expect all that from her she's mm-hmm. like look what you got to do is is you got to go ahead and hold them but you can't kill her and rob's like hey woman hey i didn't hire you for all of that yeah i thought <laughs> I, like, all this time i thought she was like on some peace treaty bullshit because like right. she's been hemming sleeves and shit for yeah. the past few weeks right talking to the little captives and shit yeah um and apparently she was really about that life in the clutch because she was like Mm-mm, just hold him hostage and make everybody do what you say and i was like like that's a pretty cold-blooded move lady uh-huh. um yeah. but rob uh like, rob much like his father in season one decided that sometimes you got to make the tough calls and he ended up uh hanging all the people that were involved in it 
um except for rob carstock the main dude um and my favorite line of the show was uh one dude when they were taking him away to be hanged he said uh but i was only the watcher like i didn't kill anybody and he said oh this one was only the watcher hang him last so he can watch the others die oh shit. you got jokes rob you got jokes yeah. <laughs> You got Rob, murder jokes. Rob, Rob was dropping the one liners on people, man. That shit was good, man. Yeah. Um, waka waka at the end of that. Let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he should be like, now watch that. And then what? Ah. what <laughs> he did a little shuffle on him or something. So, uh, he kicks him out, uh, and he takes Rob Carstock, the main, you know, asshole, and is like, you, um, you gotta get beheaded because that's the right thing to do that's what we mm-hmm. do to traitors uh that's what his father taught them he made them watch uh him behead somebody in the first yeah, season season one in the first episode yeah and uh it was really uh crazy watching him dress up in all black uh give the dude a chance to admit he was a traitor and all this shit and the dude of course was like fuck you nigga i don't give a fuck you right that <laughs> he just died all ignorant and shit exactly what i would say if you already take my head off there's no turning back now let me just get my piece out <laughs> yeah so he, yeah. he he beheaded my man and uh i thought that was a pretty g move and then he just walked off and didn't say shit to anybody um and they lost half the army but uh mm-hmm. it looks like he's coming up with some type of different strategy uh which i guess will be revealed in the next few episodes but he's he still- pivoted basically i think he was talking about taking the fight to casterly rock instead yeah. of waiting for them to come like look they ain't expecting us we got less people but mm-hmm. if they ain't looking for us to come and we just turn up we got a better shot yeah he's like we ain't gonna go to king's landing but we will take their house and that's gonna be a pretty big deal because uh if people remember in the last couple episodes um Tyrion, um the imp wanted casterly rock um mm-hmm. and the, and his father was like nigga please uh Cassidy rock is for upstanding people and shit and you ain't did nothing to deserve that uh you'll take whatever the fuck you get so it means a lot to their family um it does so it's gonna be a if they take that shit over man it's gonna be problems if they especially if they start fucking it up man them lannisters gonna have to come out that castle um eventually <laughs> yeah if they can if they don't kill each other first they're gonna have to come out there and do something about that Cassidy rock um so um apparently um we get to finally talk to my boy davros um uh first by uh lord stannis we cut to him uh we find out that uh and i I, they glossed over it uh last week and i didn't think much about it but his wife is locked away in a tower Um, yes in the creepiest castle in all of this fucking series yeah apparently (laughs) in a damn castle she was never able to bore him bear him a son uh so she was like you know ashamed of herself and she locked herself in the castle and stuff um and so he decided to take to pay her a visit and um you walk in and there's uh pickled babies all over the room just Yeah. like the world's creepiest is that that museum in pennsylvania the uh the mooter museum where they have creepy shit just sitting in a room mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that shit look like the shit um cosmetologists put like their combs and brushes in to kill the bacteria right yeah she just had them sitting in that like that that black uh barbershop juice uh mm-hmm. and um apparently uh i guess if there's any baby related mer- emergencies you just break glass and uh ah! take a little dead baby um so uh she was sitting there with her whole room looking like the inside of Planned Parenthood 
um according to republicans and um he was and, and so uh he was like you know um i need to tell you some bad news um uh, i've been uh fucking Mil- melisandre mm-hmm. i broke i broke our wedding vows and she was like nigga i don't care about that look around you see the dead babies okay no. cheating is out the window <laughs> She was crazy, but she was sane enough to know that she was a problem. Like, go ahead. She's like, uh, who would fuck this? Are you crazy? (laughs) Of course you fuck. She's a hot redhead chick with superpowers. Fucking you would just cut into my crazy time. Right. Go ahead. Matter of fact, what are you doing here? Don't you have shit to be doing? I'm, I'm, this is running into, cutting into my crazy. Um, so yeah, she, uh, basically, uh, told him that that was cool. And then he said, I want to see our daughter. And, oh um, lord Oof. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, his daughter had like um half reptile face or something mm-hmm. she has a disease called well it's a disease for the the series it's called grayscale so it's mm. basically like flesh eating bacteria meets leprosy and mm. you get it from being in really damp places like creepy ass castles mm. <laughs> wow yeah his and castle no is right by the sea his castle is <laughs> right by the sea um so yeah he went to see his daughter and stuff um so that was weird and uh he told her that um davros is a traitor because she was like hey i got these toys that davros gave us and he's like yeah well he's a traitor so you won't be seeing him again and she's like nigga i only have one friend in the world you know talking about you see my face (laughs) right and just busted in her there's no easter money (laughs) fuck santa claus like he couldn't he couldn't have gave he couldn't have gave her one of those little uh michael jackson kid face mask and let her go play with the other kids man like come on phantom of the opera baby y'all got that yeah (laughs) you don't have to lock her in that room leave her alone yeah let her run through the castle put something on her face and call her blanket nobody will care no nobody um so yeah uh uh they cut back to uh and this is my f- favorite scene or the best scene i think of the of the show was um brianne was taking a a, a bath all set finally having a moment to her goddamn self right after all these months of just try- she regrets that trip so much mm-hmm. she should have never offered to do nothing for the fucking queen like now nah, i'm good <laughs> like all, all seven feet of that woman was just sitting in there <laughs> luxuriating in the, in the bath and she was scrubbing the hell out of her skin yeah well she has been yeah she's been dirty and all this shit she's almost been raped and all this stuff like yeah, she get it off, get the rape off, i believe she she's earned a hot bath and some candles in a long time maybe a glass of no, wine yeah. time. Yes. <laughs> and uh of course like a true buddy cop movie uh <laughs> jake <laughs> they bring jamie in and jamie's dirty ass is like i need to take a bath and she's like it's plenty of baths over there and he's like Mm-mm, with you he's like uh let me just hop my half an arm up in here take this bath and she's like um you look man um why wh- what are you doing um chill out and he's like i don't know i don't want to fuck you that's impossible are you crazy I'm Jamie. I'm Jamie the King. Controlling his arm feel better. He's controlling people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he 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 stay on top of his game, Brian. Brian gonna learn to stop trying to come at him. It's not <laughs> happening. She's never gonna win, dude. It just let it go. He's right. He's right back to trolling status. He's like, are you crazy? No one will fuck you. Now, anyway, like I was saying about me, 
um (laughs) (laughs) and uh he goes back to um uh to his story or whatever um and he tells her the the origin of the kingslayer like we never really got to hear from his side what happened um what we've heard so far is that he stabbed the old king in the back Mm -hmm. and that um he's a coward yeah Yeah, he's a coward and um we heard it from um ned stark's point of view which is you know hey this dude's a fucking coward i walked in the room he stabbed somebody in the back uh so he got an undeserved reputation and all this shit um come to find out uh he used to work for that king uh as like you know his i don't know second in command or some shit and uh the old king king um was fighting a war and uh he he was they was all up in king's land and chilling and shit and uh jamie's father's father was on the other side of the war and he, right. he's like hey man um m- my father's at the gate trying to get in and he said he just want to chill and shit but i know my father he's not the chilling type don't fall for that shit yeah <laughs> And dude was like, man, fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck. Let him in. You know, he, he, you know, game recognized game. He, it'll be fine. Um, and of course, like Jamie said, his dad walked in and started raping and killing people, killing people. That was, knocking things off the counter. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your house. <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say raping and, and pillaging, but I didn't say raping and killaging, but that's about right. Yeah. Same that, thing. He started, ra- <laughs> they started raping and killaging all through, uh, King's Landing. And so he, uh, the, the, the old king told his necro, uh, well, no, pyromancer, which is pyro meaning fire, um, mm-hmm. and mance meaning, um, you know, he can use magic with that shit. Um, uh, so he was like, I'm about to, he's like, hey, dog, if we going out, we going out in a blaze burn all this shit up like not burn just the lannister men none no. of, burn everything to the ground fuck it nuke the whole thing if i can't uh, have it nobody can he wanted that insurance check just light this whole bitch up yeah he he was not fucking around uh and so jamie heard that order and started thinking about all the innocent people in the city uh right. just so many people were gonna die because this dude couldn't take the l um so he killed the pyromancer and mm-hmm. then he kills the king and that's when ned stark walked in and was like oh man look at you stabbing people in the back yo bitch ass bitch he's like what like let me explain he's like fuck you i don't want to hear that shit <laughs> um and so, so 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 it made sense man and and it kind of is a tragic story man because you know jamie was trying to do the right thing uh right. To, in a way so I felt bad for him, man. It was good. And then I always forget that Eris is Danny's father, so I wonder how she feels about Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, and also, he passed out at the end because his acting was mm-hmm. so good. He couldn't take it no much. <laughs> He's like, I need a nap. He was like a he was like a, a black mom at a funeral. He's just like, oh, Ooh, take me with him, Lord. Much. Just passed out and uh, laid in the water, and and uh, and uh, Brienne stood up, and we got to see them cheeks, and they were pretty good i it was she, i i did not expect all i of was that. pleasantly surprised i i know it's it's uh uh it's almost a sin to say that brienne looks attractive because that is uh a theme of the, of the show is that you're supposed to be like your manly ass motherfucker but uh i saw them cheeks <laughs> and i was like oh really hmm. mm, that's our woman too. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, yeah it was a real good for you like good for you buddy 
I see you. Um, so, uh, yeah, apparently, um, they, uh, they cut back to, uh, Davros and the daughter, uh, uh, Fishface hanging out, uh, at his, at his, uh, cell. And, uh, she was going to teach him how to read and shit on some blind side shit since he in prison. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, he was, he was like, you can't be teaching me how to read and shit. Like, just don't give me books. Just stay away from me. And she's like, what they going to do? Throw you in jail? And he was like, got mm. jokes. Everybody got jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, throw us in the cell. And I was like, damn, she got a good point. She is kind of in the cell too. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, I guess he going to learn how to read. So good for him. Uh, like, yeah, like so many brothers that go to prison, he, uh, gonna learn to read it together. better himself. He's gonna come out as a Muslim next week. Um, uh, and then, uh, they cut back to, uh, the, um, the Khaleesi. Yes. And, uh, she had talked to her. She need, she got the leader of the Unsullied together and was like, Hey, um, uh, she gave them a democracy. She's like, yeah. I get to vote. She's like, y'all voted. Who's y'all leader? And it was a young Barack Obama looking dude. What? Mm-hmm. I noticed. Um, and his name was, uh, like gray dog or some shit. Gray worm. And she said, pick a gray worm. Yeah. And she was like, gray worm, pick you, uh, pick you a free name, dog. Don't be going by that slave name shit. And he was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, hold up, player. Um, my free name got captured. This is my free name. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think you understand. My free name was captured and got his dick burned off. Um, Thank I'm rolling you. with the good luck of this name that you freed. So, you know, let me go ahead with my little slave name. Thanks. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, Khaleesi. So she let him keep his name and shit. Um, uh, and on the low, uh, Sir Sean Connery was trying to talk Joe out of staying there hanging out with the Khaleesi. You know, uh, that was hold us up. We got eight thousand soldiers, and you worried about me pulling my weight, bruh. <laughs> it's like, what you mean, we motherfucker? Do you know how many people I've stopped from killing this chick? Like, you just got yeah. here. <laughs> and then last week they're all worried, and this week they're strolling on the riverbank like an Old Spice commercial, just relaxing. Like, oh, ah. we got this. We got this. Yeah. No, we good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah assholes. You didn't believe her ass last week. Right. Dude showed up like uh like a chick that gets married to a dude after he hits the lottery. Like mm-hmm. he was up there like, Hey dog, uh maybe you should take a take a seat, champ. And uh Jorah was like, Man, if you don't shut the fuck up like <laughs> well, how about you take a few bullets for the Khaleesi first and then uh we'll talk. Um so uh the oh also they cut the Sansa Oh Lord still holding out hope Ugh. still holding out hope about to get hope for what hope for what what more has to happen uh-huh. for, her, for her to acquire common sense about to get married up to a gay dude Ugh. which honestly probably her fantasy to be quite honest be fine. <laughs> but it is not gonna happen like she got all these dreams and hopes and shit is just not like every time she starts hoping for something i'm like it's not gonna happen baby not just, gonna happen bro <laughs> lower, lower your dreams. Just lower your dreams. You might even dreams. want to hope for shit you don't want just to get the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Lord Baelish was asking her, like, you still trying to come through, right? She was like, oh, let's think about it. Like, no, just look, just you got to pick between the worst of the worst options. Just whichever is the least worst, you got to roll with. Baelish ain't that bad. <laughs> That's your life, least worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so basically, uh. 
Sansa was uh talking about that gay shit uh, uh talk about gay dude like mm, it's gonna be great and uh and marjorie was selling her the dream like we're gonna be sisters and yeah pinkies and joffrey's gonna do it because i want it girl that's why it's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah okay <laughs> they they cut over to um the the the, the guy they show like loris or whatever his name is laura whatever uh, Loris, yeah they show him sparring with some dude and they had like that awkward uh extra pda moment of like man these dudes ah. awfully close to be um straight and that's because they're not because you cut to the next scene they in bed together he's like how did you know he's like how could not know dog <laughs> um so yeah and then uh, little fit turns out little figure had sent dude over the spy from the twerk team like mm-hmm. go ahead go get some secrets he's go like go i know how you do he's like i know how you do you know go over there and make eyes with him and uh come back and let me know if he if he go for it he's like of course he go for it he's gay mm-hmm. um so uh that was that was kind of reckless but um the they basically had a meeting after that uh with the father uh granddaddy lannister <coughs> Tywin, yeah. and granddaddy lannister was like hey man um i know y'all got all these plans and plots and shit and that's cool but i've been sitting in this room thinking uh and uh dangerous for the both of your ass <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and right away cersei starts clowning uh the imp she oh her hair was too bouncy you could tell she was happy about some bullshit she is so goddamn <laughs> evil she really doesn't all these years doesn't understand how her own father works right you oh up, you team up with your siblings you don't fuck around trying to team up against your siblings with your damn scandalous fucking daddy right you still <laughs> a woman in a man's world is never gonna be good oh. for you if you keep rolling with this so she man she was like because uh, uh, Tyrion's like oh I'm glad we had this meeting Let, let's talk about uh, how I did something good this week I saved us half of the money on the wedding so that'll be good right and his dad was like mm, nah I'm here to talk about actual important shit that I care about so <laughs> you're fucking bookkeeper uh, stop it right <laughs> and his sister was clowning like mm-hmm, yeah you bookkeeping ass accounting ass nigga he's like what <laughs> so he was hurt again uh <laughs> Counting them pennies. <laughs> yeah, he was hurt again. So uh he was like, What I really want to say is, uh, you were right, Cersei. The Tyrells are a problem. They out here trying to manipulate shit. They trying to m- make Sansa marry um, you know, the the brother of uh Marjorie or whatever, which would make her uh kingdom and all that. They will have proper claim to that kingdom and shit of the north. And we trying to keep that for ourselves, which is why we got her here. Um so uh the imp i know you like them hoes but you gotta marry sansa of all people fucking clueless and he's the one person that's been like treating her like she's still an actual child Mm -hmm. and the dude was like that's just cruel and he was like what you gonna beat her like he put that reverse psychology on (laughs) tears You plan on being cool about her? Because yeah. unless you plan on doing some shit, I don't see how it's cool. Yeah, he's, he's like, you know, just just be nice to her. It'll be fine. Hey. <laughs> that was fucked up. So uh Tyrion was like, man, that's fucked up, but what can I do? Um and then uh Cersei was like, mm-hmm, you gonna marry that girl, keep the family together. Mm-hmm. We got this. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> he's like, speaking of which you marrying the gay dude yeah you you and the gay dude y'all gotta do what y'all gotta do and she was upset upset Mm -hmm. and she's like uh, but dad yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so like and then the best part of that is he gives that that great like look stop acting like some punks y'all gonna do what the fuck i say and didn't give him a chance to rebuttal because he left <laughs> yes and then put Cersei in the streets talking about all the scandalous talk about you is going to stop. Like, I know you and your brother like to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we going to cut that the hell out. He's, he's like spraying water hose on two mating dogs. Like, stop you know, it. Stop and it. And you're going to have a baby with this man so we can have some non-ancestral children in our bloodline. Yeah. Like, this, this, is, uh, this is really making me look bad. And that's really what matters here. Because we don't and, care about And y'all. Jesus help. Whichever Jesus of the seven kingdoms help Joffrey. <laughs> if she has a boy because he is on the chopping block oh, that happens. oh my god yeah like um and 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 basically man the one thing i took from this episode at the, at the end was like despite all the shit they've had to and done to each other even the murder plot um at some point cersei and the imp kind of had to become allies against their father if yeah. she would only understand that, because he'd be all about it. He don't want to be a bookkeeper. He doesn't want all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. If and one of them, if Cersei can come to the table and understand their plight, they might be able to bump old uh, Tywin off, man. I don't know no. if they can, you know, it's going to have to be something real slick. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, they, they need to be friends now because um, they both are fucked at this point. So um and i guess uh what what am i what are you looking forward to next week if anything um as far as uh well this was the halfway point of the season so it was definitely more talking than action so mm-hmm. i think next week we're de- we're seriously going to get back to seeing action scenes mm-hmm. so um uh john snow actually climbing the wall mm-hmm. i think is going to be super interesting and probably really really like a that sounds expensive because all the cgi that will go into that <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I want I want some more Sansa Marjorie Joffrey action. That, mm. That's been the most interesting for me so far. And then of course we missed it this week, but um, the Passion of the Theon. Yep, I need more Passion of the Theon, man. That was that was really uh, it was left a big hole in my heart this week. But uh, you saw in the preview, he's teasing the shit out of him from moment one, so they're gonna get you. They mm-hmm, got you next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he hit him with that like this does not have a happy ending for you or some <laughs> shit. I was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, Theon. Get ready. Um, I really want more, um, Bran in them dreams. And, um, more, the reason I want to see Bran is that, um, I love seeing Osha, the, uh, <laughs> the, the wench that is with him. Oh, that girl is nothing to, lose. nothing to lose about that life. I love her. Like, hey, the more they can put her in the story, the better it gets. So I'm hoping we get some of her. Um, and, uh, I guess I want to see what's up with Rob and his plan to take, uh, Casterly Rock, uh, and how I that goes. Someone else is commenting, um, yeah, Samwell and that girl and the baby. Oh, yes, we didn't them. get any of I that. I about them. Oh my god, I f- totally forgot, man. Yes, I, I'm hot about that. Cause they teased us with the whole, like, Samwell gonna be in the, in the woods with a baby <laughs> and <laughs> a woman. Back to Samwell breastfeeding <laughs> <laughs> breastfeeding it like uh on family guy when peter tried to breastfeed stewie that one time um but yeah i can't wait to see that man um but yeah that was those are the main things i guess whatever happens to king slayer is gonna be interesting too uh yeah so but that's looking like an inevitable like death or some shit i rob is not fucking around right now so uh (laughs) i don't know what's gonna happen there but man i like i had hope for him when them little boys was alive like hey maybe rob will use them to trade but now i'm like yo rob might just cut this nigga head off and be done mm-hmm. with it 
and hopefully Arya gets to him soon so yeah yeah i would love to see Arya get back with the crew uh and they're gonna try to ransom Arya off she's like she's so smart man because they was like uh we'll just give him back to you for a small donation to the brotherhood and she's like so y'all just gonna ransom me yeah it's a kidnapping right you know speak, speak english <laughs> he's like nah nah i mean you know we're gonna just ask for a donation she's like right kidnapping all right then um so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to next week man uh thank you patrice for coming through again thank you guys uh well hopefully we get to see you next week and uh recap this again Mm-hmm. all right make sure you guys go to hellinheartaches.com and check out patrice's work there and follow her on twitter she's at patrice c uh we'll talk to you next week talk to you guys peace peace love that woman so great um all right man so you listen to the black out test podcast comedy podcast we do five times a week where the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny yep yep y'all and today's podcast is uh actually sponsored but first let me say this uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir um and yeah today's podcast is sponsored by a very sexy sexy uh sponsor so let me play some sexy sexy music why is this low mm-hmm. fellas and ladies are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom hmm? has something told you inside that you need to surprise your lover with an adventurous new tour adult movie well go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you can get 50% off of just about any item in the store that's half y'all but you also get three free adult dvds to inspire you a free extra gift that is so sensual you won't even be able to i can't tell you what it is y'all. and to top it all off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order yeah don't learn the hard way we mm-hmm. save you money guys adamandeve.com 50 percent off when you put in the code tbgwt free shipping free extra gift three free dvds Put in the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Let's get right into some news of the day. Let's okay. do it. Talked about them thrones. We don't have time for random thoughts today. I'm sorry. We have to get right into crazy news. Let's um, do it. I saw this the other day. Um, apparently, Budweiser is coming out with a cup where you can toast a drink with someone, bump 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 um bump glasses with someone mm-hmm. and once you bump glasses with them it will invite them to be your friend on facebook what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no thank you i'm good because apparently regular life isn't social enough facebook is about that money they talking about big brother that is facebook and google they are on it mm-hmm so yeah, Budweiser has a bump sensor in- integrated into the bottom of the cup. What do, um, what do you log? Do you take the cup and log your Facebook onto it? Like, like I don't understand how this exchange happens. Do you take what? Do you take the cup and log your Facebook? Well, onto there's it? a QR code at the bottom of the cup. Uh, I guess you would scan it with your phone or something that links it to your Facebook account. Clink glasses. A friend request is sent from one to another. Um, and here's the problem with this that I don't like. Um, I go on Facebook because they have the discreet decline of someone's friend request. Mm-hmm. 
and I can just be like, I didn't see it or whatever. Yep, yep. I no, ain't no request in the heartbeat. Nobody's feeling it has to be hurt. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But now you're bringing it back to real life, which is what's, then what's the point of Facebook? I thought that was to not be, you know, like real life. I know it's so. You know, now I got to give you the awkward rejection to your face. Like, hey, buddy, everybody let's slap beers. And then like, not you, um, but I will slap it with you. And you. Uh, I, I buy one and not activate that shit. We just cranking all day. I ain't got your request. Oh, you didn't. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I buy one, you know, so I won't feel awkward, but it don't mean I have to activate it. Yeah, and uh, apparently there's some other connected food utensils. Happy Labs came out with a connected Happy Fork. Uh, the fork pairs at your phone and warns you when you are eating too fast by vibrating. So slow Why down. Why do I need my eating utensil to tell me I'm eating too fast? Fuck you, fork. I'm eating fast and I know it, damn it. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I know this. Uh, Heinz released in the United, in the United Kingdom, they released, uh, uh, special spoons outfitted with MP3 players. Oh, so when I be using, listening to music while I eat my chicken noodle soup, my potato mm-hmm. and cheese. You can listen to chicken noodle soup while you eat your chicken noodle soup. With a soda on the side. I don't like these. What, 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 what you going to tell me? They got a, a plate to play a teacher radio now? I don't, what, where else <laughs> we going with this? Uh, American Idol is now the third rated competition show. I believe that. They've been slowly falling. Who, mm-hmm. Who's the bugger? The Voice and who else? Uh, the Voice and Dancing with the Stars okay that makes sense you know what's funny is i always thought they were a third rate show but um yeah apparently yeah. uh now everybody knows and the thing about it though is that over the years they've been declining and declining and declining and all jokes aside when you reach out for uh the people that they have now people just don't care i mean you're not going to draw those people it's almost like they're out there to the gimmick stage of a show right be- Excuse me, like a season to three right before it get canceled. I don't even get them five more seasons. I think they'll be off the air. Yeah, um, it like it's. I always thought the show was bad, and I've never really watched much of it. Like maybe I've seen an episode in my life or something. But I used to watch it when it first. I'm talking like very, very, very first came out, and I would just watch it for the stupid people, and then I would watch it for the real singing. But now a lot of people who cannot perform purposely go on to the show now mm-hmm. just to sound bad and, and cut a fool you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's not like it was before so it makes it boring it makes it predictable and it's not enjoyable to me yeah yeah i mean the thing is it's never really been um to me it's never really been a great show anyway um it's been no. an interesting show yes. but um i always thought that it was hack and then when other shows started ripping it off it just was gonna get worse so yeah, it started um, losing, um, I'm, I'm coming back. It started okay. losing, uh, viewership. Like, I like the voice a whole lot better, mm-hmm. uh, than American Idol. I think for the voice, because they can't see the people, that makes a big, big difference. Well, I think also they got desperate. Like, beginning of this year, I'm sure that, uh, or I'm, I believe that they leaked that drama between Mar- Mariah Carey and Nicki uh, Minaj oh, yes. on purpose to make it seem like they had a problem when they really didn't. So, yes. you know, I, I really do feel like it's, uh, you know, like that was full of shit when they did that. And that's because the show's so desperate that they have to be like, look, look, at least tune in to see these two ladies fight, you know, but they're just washed up has Um, all right. So I, this also happened. And I thought this was just 
really fucking weird um did you know that all autistic kids are atheists and atheism is a form of autism that's not a fact who who says this that opinion is uh, is uh one of uh femi kaya who's the head of the health and education association for autistic children and adana turkey autistic children are atheists he said due to the fact uh due to to a lack of a section for faith in their brains autistic children do not know believing in god because they do not have a section of faith in their brains kaya said kaya said the underdevelopment of faith sections in the brain cause autistic children to not believe in god that is why they don't know how to pray how to believe in god it is needed to create awareness in these children through methods of therapy kaya added that autistic children should undergo treatment to create areas of faith in their brain that, i know that not to be true from a family member so that's absolutely completely false uh apparently it's not the children's fault though according to kaya whose degree is in sociology they are born atheists because of the missing faith section research he says uh says atheism on autistic children are linked researchers in the usa and canada say that atheism is a different form of autism so if you're atheist you have some form of autism and that's not true well what are these what are these facts well are, are they just like fucking autism atheists they both start with an a we're gonna put them together i don't understand this logic where are your numbers where are your fact what part or percentage of my brain is faith based mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i know you got the right <laughs> side you got the left side you got the side that control um my 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 movement of my hands mm-hmm. to kind of control my heart last time i checked i don't see no circle up there on on on, on the big brain that says faith well apparently uh people believe uh, this person believes that the faith section of your brain is damaged and if you if you don't believe in uh in in religion so yeah like i said i'm i'm not buying it like i said i know personally uh that to be complete opposite something um this is a quick one uh did you know prisoners are reviewing their jail cell their jails on yelp now i heard somebody saying that uh Mm. that's interesting um so yeah we're going to sentence you to Mecklenburg county jail wait a minute uh, uh, wait a minute uh, I seen a Yelp review on that. I don't want to go to that. Please take me over to York County. They don't get an opinion. Uh, attorneys who do a majority of the reviewing replied that it is boredom that began the latest Yelp reviewing trend and not all the reviews are negative. Uh, Washington Post interviewed Robert Miller, who was worked at a private defense lawyer, worked as a private defense lawyer in Southern, Southern California for 18 years. While he says he has visited five prisons and 17 jails during his career, he has reviewed only three of them. Uh, he found one jail to be at fault for its kind of very firmly rude staff. While his most recent review of Theo Lacey, uh, jail in Orange County, California is complimented, uh, complimentary of the very nice deputies. One Yelp reviewer even offered handy hints on survival at New York's famous Rikers Allen jail. Things you must remember, no matter what religion you really are, aren't say you're Jewish says yelp reviewer uno i don't know what that means yeah and i think some of them be trolling like why because you'll get a box of matzo crackers as some call it a bottle of grape juice both weekly and you'll get a trip to meet the rabbi a very nice man who lets you use his phone <laughs> oh so people will send this stuff to you mm-hmm. assuming that you're a prisoner 
yeah what do you mean send it to you no if you say you're jewish i guess that's one of the things that the prison system has to provide for you uh, oh okay because it's part of their their, their religious belief <clears throat> judith h uh reviewed her uh, jail and says you might as well kill yourself than be sent to this place it is hell on earth the people that work there are the most unprofessional staff in the world and the rudest i wouldn't even let them tend my animals much less human beings the staff creates the prison mentality for these people it should be closed down just checked on the internet for the five worst prisons in the usa and sing sing is number two with rikers allen being in the top five new york state be proud of how we are you are handling these facilities so um yeah people apparently jail not a good place to be apparently so shocked shocked um a 55 year old identified as mr a Uh has apparently become upset after had apparently become upset after one of his students in his self-study class refused to remove his earphones upon request so it must be study hall this uh, this didn't happen in america um he says hey take those headphones out and do and do it right so he then proceeded to severely beat the student. Oh. As well as possibly another student, while the rest of the class quickly fled the room. Mr. A followed the students out into the hallway where he reportedly removed his pants and began masturbating in front of a classroom full of female students. Oh. Sometimes when you break, man, you just really break hard, yes, you know? Yes, dude, yeah. Uh, Mr. A wanted to get that A on. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, that on should have been Mr. U. When confronted later about his behavior, Mr. A claimed he was merely holding on to his pants because they were falling down. But a video recorded by one of the students and uploaded to several social networking sites forced him to admit that he was being indecent. Yeah, jacking off. Come on, dog. Yeah, you think when the Asian people was holding up their phone, they was like, world star, world star. Um, the local police department released Maybe. a statement following the incident saying Mr. A remains in custody but does not appear to have any mental problems. How can you tell? You know? Mm-hmm. What do you have to do to have mental? I guess if it happened in, like, Korea or Japan or one of the Asian places. I don't know. Places, he might be atheist or autism, according to the other report. Yeah, maybe that's what the A stands for. Um, but, you know, according to all the Asian porn I see, this isn't that unusual. No, so I, it's not. I can see why they would be confused. As bad as that may sound, no. Nonetheless, the Seoul Department of Education says it took immediate uh, steps to sever the working relationship with Mr. A, and currently they're in the process of taking legal action. So, man, just had a tough day at work. Next thing you know, jerking off all over everybody. Um, let's get to some guess the race, Karen. Cool. Seems like the chat room is is ready to be guessing. They uh, you know, they seem quite racist today. Um, <laughs> a Madison woman is being held on bail after she allegedly ran over her ex boyfriend's new girlfriend. Oh shit! Thursday, in Park Forest. Alexius Keys. Alexius Keys. Not to be confused with a set of car keys, guys. Alexius Keys. Uh, 20 was ordered held in lieu of $750,000 bail. Uh, that's three quarters million dollars. On an attempted murder charge in Cook County Bond Court here in Sunday, police were called to the 400 block of Rutledge Street uh, in Park Forest about 6 p.m. Thursday after Key saw her former boyfriend driving with his new girlfriend, according to uh, court documents. I guess she saw him riding around town with a girl she know. And she was like, fuck him. After seeing the couple, 
keys rear ended their vehicle causing them to stop and get out well that's the wrong thing to do yes it is um at that point keys drove in reverse across a lawn and struck the woman Mm, the diary of a keys oh lord she (laughs) alexis keys she ran the woman over and dragged her several feet under the vehicle oh the woman suffered a broken arm back fractures a bruised lung rib fractures and had a layer of skin scraped from her lower back and buttocks and wounded pride mm-hmm. oh no one ever talks about that yeah now no now he can't hit it from the back until she get the skin put back on there it's gonna be oh, a problem man yes it is keys collapsed during her bond hearing when she was taken out of court she shouted i love y'all and forgive me to family in attendance keys family declined to comment uh guess the race chat room of alexius keys um uh a lady who apparently uh ran somebody the fuck over um let's see who is this bitch black says leonard brothers asphalt infant says sterling <laughs> asphalt what a name. white says basal maverick okay i see you dog i see you uh sounds like a nig i mean uh african-american thanks specialized i appreciate you taking care uh the correct answer is black black she was black um so that was crazy um (laughs) henry gribbum says he lost his life savings twenty six hundred dollars on a carnival game and all he has to show for it is a stuffed banana with dreadlocks mm-hmm. how, how, how did this story happen yeah um this no, is an unbelievable is. story, but it is true. A New Hampshire man says his trip to the carnival was a horror show that left him out twenty six hundred dollars as New Hampshire bureau chief Michael Rosenfield shows us the man says he was conned at a carnival by a carnival game. Henry Gribbom says he lost his life savings, $2,600, on a carnival game like this one. And all he has to show for it is this stuffed banana with dreadlocks. You're expecting to win a few things and, you know, let the kids have a good time. Um, It just didn't turn out that way. Gribbom says he attended a Manchester carnival run by Fiesta Shows and wanted to win an Xbox Connect at a game called Tubs of Fun, where contestants toss balls into a tub. When he practiced, he says it was easy, but something changed when he started playing for the prize and the balls kept popping out. It's not possible. This motherfucker and this big ass banana. But also, Xbox Connect is got to be like $100. And you spent $2,600 to get it? Sir, a fool of his money indeed. Will soon depart. Mm, soon be parted. Mm-hmm. For the prize and the balls kept popping out. It's not possible that it wasn't rigged. Gribbum says he kept trying to win back his money by going double or nothing. He dropped $300 in just a few minutes. Shit. He went home to get. And he's pushing a baby in a stroller, so now this baby has a dumbass for a father. Just come on. $2,300 more, and soon lost all that as well. I know it's a difficult game, 
I mean, I've tried it myself. I've done it once, missed probably 20 times. Fiesta Show says the game is run by an independent contractor who's worked for Fiesta for years. It's interviewing the contractor to see what happened. Are there any scams at all with any of the games? Not that I'm aware of. We've had a lot of these game operators with us for years. The Come on, man. It's the carnival. Of course, even if it's not scam, it's a carnival. You should expect it to be scammed, and you need to put a limit on how much you're willing to spend trying to chase down these stupid-ass gifts, right? Because the money you spend is probably uh, more expensive than the cost of the item itself. Right. It doesn't make sense. Traveling Carnival is now setting up here in Derry, New Hampshire, but you will not see tubs of fun. Fiesta says the independent contractor that runs the game is not allowed to set up while an investigation is taking place because you get caught up in the whole double or nothing. I've got to win my money back. Henry says he went back the next day to complain, and the man running the game gave him back $600. Henry split with the banana and the cash and filed a report with Manchester PD. For once in my life, I happen to become that sucker. In Derry, New Hampshire, Michael Rosenfield, WBZ News. He really is walking down the street with his big-ass banana with yes, dreads, though. Well, you got to admit it, he has a certain amount of persistence. That's right. And, you know, we'll see and where this goes. And a banana with dreadlocks. You know, wasn't <laughs> I mean, totally you will have event. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, we're truly sorry. But- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I always love to play the clip um, all the way through for the reaction of the white people in the studio. It is always good. It's always good. Nobody is more smug and judgmental than a white dude in a suit in a fucking news studio. Ah, oh, magnifique, sir. Um, so guess the race chat room of, uh, this dude, uh, that got ripped off. Whiter than the meth he smokes. One who smells like wet dog when it rains. Oh. New Hampshire home of dumb white guys. Dumb white guy who deserved to get ripped off. A gun rights activist who's not in favor of interracial marriage. Whiter than mayo, clouds, and an ABC sitcom combined. Only white people wear dreadlocks is a novelty. Ivory says Montoya is the correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. It was a white man. Um, but, uh, he had a lot of the characteristics that I think people would have went, went black on that. I mean, he was wearing a wife beater, pushing his baby down the street by himself, uh, had a big ass banana with dreadlocks and got ripped yeah, off black, of, but- of his life savings of $2,600. Uh, black folks would be like, he came and he shot the county man. Now that right there would have been black. Mm, yeah that's a good point that's a good point uh all right here's another article um apparently uh a robbery got a little bit out of control um uh and uh the the robbers uh which turned out to be some teenage girls uh took some matters into their own hands palatine are accused of attacking a 12 year old boy with a glass ketchup bottle during a home invasion and robbery 17 year old vanessa mejia 18-year-old Cindy Ocampo and a 16-year-old girl are now in police custody. A fourth person has not been caught. Police say the boy was home alone when the teens came to his apartment saying they needed to use the bathroom. Once he let them in and turned his back, one of the teens struck him with a bottle. Police say the teens stole jewelry and cell phones from the apartment. I think the audio is really low. Um, I turned it up, man, but um, I don't know. Maybe it was still too low for everybody. Um... Uh, if it's too low, sorry, y'all. But um, anyway, the uh, I guess we can't play Guess the Race if y'all couldn't hear it. So uh, no Guess the Race for that one. But for people playing in their cubicles at work the next day, it was Latino. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> all right here's another article let's see if this is loud enough i don't know why that one didn't register with y'all i said play it looks like it's loading um let me try refreshing real okay. quick there you go but uh yeah this is uh another article Gwinnett County Police have arrested two men they say tried to spy on women inside a ladies' restroom at a local movie theater. And Channel 2's Carrie Cavanaugh live in Gwinnett County, where investigators say they were caught, Carrie, after they fell through the bathroom ceiling. That's right, Justin. I pulled the arrest warrant for these guys today, and I immediately came over here to the Value Venture Theater in Duluth. Late this afternoon, I spoke to the manager, and here is a rudimentary explanation of what he thinks happens. He thinks the two guys were in the men's room and then crawled up through the drop ceiling here and crawled their way over to hover above the women's room. And it's in here that they fell right through the ceiling into the stalls. There are 12 screens at the Venture Value Theater in Duluth, but according to arrest warrants, the entertainment these two men sought landed them in jail. Police say the men were crawling around the ceiling trying to spy on women in the theater's ladies' restroom Sunday night. A theater employee allowed us inside to see the result of their crash landing. As the men were allegedly crawling around, the ceiling gave way and the men fell straight through. The couple questions here. Number one, where do you find an accomplice for this kind of shit? That's the truth. How do you even get the courage to ask another dude like, oh, man, I like the the Ravens, too. Yeah, man, I'm a Ravens fan. Oh, man, you know what else, man? I'm a big fan of the Washington Wizards. Me, too, man. Hey, you know what else, dog? I like to watch women pee. Yeah, where do you go with that? <laughs> and I fell through the cinema before. That shit is not fun. Mm-hmm. When you were uh, peeping Tom on your mom in the bathroom, right? No, I was not a peeping Tom. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird that um that they were able to find each other. Like, I get, I blame the internet for this shit. Maybe they had buddy cups. The employee believes ah. they landed in the stalls. 26-year-old Edward Petrovich Kovinev and 27-year-old Edward Alexander Kovinev now share more than the same name. They're both charged with peeping Tom and criminal damage to property. It's unclear how long the two men may have been up in the ceiling. The police report was not yet available for this incident. But in warrants, the officer wrote the men were invading the privacy of various unknown female customers. Both these guys have bonded out of jail. I was able to track down one of the suspects at his Swanee home today. He didn't want to comment. We'll keep you posted if any new details emerge once we get a copy of that police report. We are live in Gwinnett County. Carrie Cavanaugh, Channel 2 Act. What's weird about that, too, is as erotic as I find getting a woman, dre- a woman getting dressed is, I don't think there's anything sexy about watching a woman pee no this is not like they must just be getting off on the fact that it's a woman that no not just that but that this person is unaware that they're there yeah a lot of people are into that and my thing is that you're falling through the bathroom of a women's stall and women's stall all have them high walls those high dividers you know, y'all could have fell on the, like, you literally could have killed yourself falling mm-hmm. through the city. It's not like the men's bathroom, which is a lot more open. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot mm-hmm. less shit you can literally fall on. Like, yeah, just weird. That strange. is strange. Yeah, I think they just got off the fact that the women just didn't realize that they were there. Yeah, and they probably fell because they were shaking from jacking off or something. I don't uh, they know. probably fell because they was like, my ignorance there. Didn't realize there was certain spots you can't step on or that shit is soft uh the guest the race in the chat room is uh mission impossible ethan hunt white um 
they were probably wearing flip-flops <laughs> that's a good one take that as white the owner of bang bros who wanted footage to put in their new voyeur peeing site oh uh white shaggy from scooby-doo and his brother dirty baggy dirt baggy shaggy and dirt baggy uh <laughs> and uh loose leaf and i love meth white quagmire's cousin giggity the correct answer is white they were two white gentlemen um all right and then of course we can't get out of here without talking about sore ratchetness even when we went five days a week isn't it amazing we just haven't run out of sword stories people oh we'll never run out of those it's a real problem it's epidemic boy jailed over sword attack the family court's decision to allow a young boy to live with his delusional and aggressive father is inexplicable according to the judge who yesterday sentenced the boy for killing a neighbor with a sword the boy who cannot be identified attacked matthew johnson outside of his boronia home in melbourne's outer east in august 2011 after seeing his father fighting johnson the boy was 14 at the time and he'd been living with his father since he was a toddler sentencing the youth now 16 uh, Victorian Supreme Court Judge Betty King says she despaired at why authorities had not intervened. The boy's parents separated when he was three months old. He lived with his father from the age of 18 months. He was sentenced to a three year, uh, to three years in a youth detention center, the maximum time allowable. So, you know, another tragic life struck down by swords. Not only did someone lose their lives, uh, their life in this, but, um, he also you also have a young boy whose potential is gone because his father thought that it was cool to own swords and Mm -hmm. you never know who's going to end up being on the business end of that sword and who's going to be on the end of you know the criminal offender so so sad man i hate to end on a sad note like that but this is what (laughs) happens with swords man okay stop playing it's not a game everybody it ain't a game um all right we'll be back tomorrow nine o'clock no guests just me and karen for the from what i understand just right me now and you. Mm-hmm. keep it old school which probably means the show will be short now um uh, but we'll be back tomorrow um and uh thanks everybody for listening um uh, the blackoutist.com adamandeve.com tbgwt get all your free stuff we appreciate everybody that does that it really helps the show out keeps them giving us money uh, and it is that time to invoice them again so appreciate you um yes we thank you very much and uh we want to tell everybody if you don't know get the new uh spreecast app for iphones ipads and itouches yep do it all right man so until tomorrow i love you you too baby